Hey, everybody, can I find a place you want to be? I want to just yak at you for a couple seconds here. Uh, if you've got your phone, uh, you've got your version or your Bible app, why don't you kind of open up real quick uh, to 1 Samuel. Come on, y- y'all got your Bible app there? 1 Samuel chapter 16. 1 Samuel 16. If not, we have the scripture. We're going to have it back behind us tonight. And uh, number one, uh, let me just say again, thank you for everybody being here. You know, what's, what's kind of, uh, you know, just the way it is with like a dream team night, a team night, uh, you're always going to have people serving. So come on, give it up for all the people serving on a dream team night. Come on. Tech guys back in the back, setup crew, praise and worship guys, people doing everything. Alex taking pictures so we can have some social media presence. So come on, that was a weak clap. Come on, give it up for everybody. Just you serving and everybody even again tonight. Uh, again, get your phone out. Let me give you a couple dates. Let me give you four dates. If you don't know, you need to know it. So get your phone out and, and so you can write these things down. Uh, we've got a serve day on April 6th. So Saturday, April 6th is a serve day. So we'll be having a little bit more information coming up, but just mark that off. That's going to be generally, you can kind of block off, you know, nine to one or something like that. There'll be other opportunities. It won't be all four hours. It won't be, there'll be some other opportunities to do things on a shorter uh, uh, level, if you will, or, or interest. And so, again, just want to remind you of that. So when people talk about, hey, serve day, you know, well, stuff that we do, you know, several times a year in our community, just in a practical way, love on our community. So that's coming up on April the 6th. Then write it down, April the 12th, Friday night, we're having a special service with Nick Fox. You don't know Nick, but Nick is a pastor here in San Diego, and Nick is really prophetic. And Nick is a guy, a young guy, that he's the guy that I I think I told you, he's the guy that actually, uh, I was at a meeting, uh, a bunch of pastors got together uh, uh, with this uh, friend downtown, and um, uh, uh, he called me out, Kimberly was there, he called me out. And he says, I see you riding a bike. And uh, I'm going like, oh, Jesus. And then, and then he says, you need to slow down in traffic. And that was right. I got, I got hit. My, uh, that, was on, that was on a Friday night. I got hit the, the, the six days, five days before that. And he didn't know that. And so he got my attention right there. And so he said some other things and talked about the church, about multiplying. And he just kind of read our mail. So he's actually going to come and be with us on uh, April the 12th at 7 p.m. And Jimmy Mena is going to be here on the team worshiping with us. So mark it down, April 12th. Uh, that's going to be a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal night. And then uh, go ahead, two more things uh, coming up. We've got Good Friday communion service. So come on, Good Friday communion service on April 19th, 7 o'clock. April 19th, 7 o'clock. We'll have our communion service. Uh, we just do communion on Good Friday. It kind of frees up time for us to do what we need to do on, uh, on Sunday, on Easter Sunday. And then Easter, of course, is April 21st. April 21st, we'll have two services, uh, 9.30 and 11.15. And uh, kids will be singing on that day. And so there's going to be some extra, you know, people here. So come on. L- listen, last year we had... 430 people that showed up on Easter Sunday. How about we believe for over 500? Let's, let's, let's like have like, 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 let's believe for like, come on, how, come on. Here's what I want to see, honestly, is that packing out in this, in this room, we can get about, what, Mike, help me, guys, ushers, about 225, 225. So that's adults. So if we, we can get like, we could get like, you know, we can get like 200 adults in here and 100 plus kids downstairs. We can have 300 people in a service. Come on. And so we could have three services and have 900 people here on a weekend. Come on, everybody. I'm believing. Listen, I just want you to, I'll just tell you what I'm believing. I'm believing for a thousand people. I'm believing for a thousand people. Come on, 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 a thousand people. Thousand people. That would be multiplied. Come on, a thousand people. Come on, a thousand people. A thousand people. 
So uh, God's doing it. He's multiplying us right now. So come on, just kind of come on, hook up with us and just let's let's believe God. And so so I think sometimes we say a thousand people, and then sometimes people say, Oh dear God, what what am I going to do? Well, what's going to happen is that God's going to keep multiplying us on all of our dream teamers, right? So it's not going to be you doing everything. God's going to bring in new people. Praise the Lord. Come on, Amen. Come on, let's look at a scripture real quick. Uh, uh, again, tonight we're just going to have some fun, and we're going to eat, and, and we're going to have, uh, uh, have some games or have some stuff that's going to be fun. But I just want to give you a word that, I, that I've uh, been thinking about the last several months about tonight. Uh, over in 1 Samuel chapter 16, uh, just verse 18, we'll look at just verse 18, and we'll talk about six things here that it said about David, it said about him. How many of you believe that David would be somebody good to be thinking about, uh, as the Bible says, he was a man after God's own heart? Uh, we know that David had lots of issues in his life, and God's not after perfection, but he's after your heart, right? He's after your heart. So one of the great things that we know about David is that David was quick to repent, <laughs> and so if you're going to if you're going to be be a person of, of following after God and, and doing the will of God, there's going to be things that you mess up on. But be just be a person just quick to repent and get back on track uh, like like David was uh, the, the, the story there in first Samuel chapter 16. Is that Samuel got a word from God? And he goes to Jesse's house and, and he's going to anoint the next king. That, that, that God pretty much says to Samuel, I'm done with Saul and, and, and I'm going to raise up another king. So he goes to Jesse's house and, and he asks, you know, he asks Jesse, bring all the sons out. And, and you know the story. Come on, y'all read the Bible. And, and so he brings out the first son. He thinks, and Sam, or Samuel goes, oh man, he's looking on the outside. This has got to be the guy. Come on, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He looks great. Big guy, big muscles. And God says, no, you know, you're looking on the outside. I look on the inside. You judge by appearance. I judge after the heart. And so all the sons came up there and God just said, you know, witness in, in, in Samuel's heart. No, 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 no. And so then Samuel says to Jesse, uh, you got any other sons? And he says, well, I got this little kid on the back, you know, out here feeding sheep. And he says, well, go bring him, right? So he goes, brings him. And there's Jesse. And, and uh, so Jesse brings David. And, and, and Samuel, the, the word of God comes to him and says, that's the next king. He takes the oil and anoints David in the presence of all of his brothers. Uh, a couple of verses later, it says and starts then talking about, uh, about what's going on with Saul. And it starts saying that a troubling spirit, uh, that, that the spirit of God left Saul and the troubling spirit was messing with Saul. And, and so they, they said, well, let's find somebody. Somebody had an idea. Let's find somebody who can kind of play real good. Come on, get some soothing music. Come on, come on, get his soul back in the right spot and, and get, get that demonic opposition uh, against him. And, and so uh, here's what here's where we pick up. Come on, parachuting right down in the middle of that. Here it is. Verse 18. Let's read it. Then one of the servants answered and said, Look, I have seen the son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who was skillful in playing, and he's a mighty man of valor, a man of war, prudent in speech, and a handsome person, and the Lord's with him. Come on, say the Lord's with him. Now, what's interesting about this is that we just read it, and so just stare it down. I think we've got it all, uh, uh, almost it all, yeah, we've got it all there on one screen. So we've got somebody... One, you know, one of the servants answered and said, oh, hey, you know, I've seen somebody. I've seen the son of Jesse. I, I've seen. So somebody else recognized these six traits, these six characteristics, these six things we'll talk about real quick in, in David. I've seen. Um, I hope you do realize is that somebody is always watching you. Come on, Hall of Notes, private eyes, watching you. They see your every move. Come on. Somebody's always watching you. Right? That, that's, 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 that's on a negative side. That's on a negative side. Come on. Come on. What? She likes that. Karaoke. Okay. I'm going to sing. I'm going to be. I'll be, I'll be there. Yeah. 
karaoke. We're having karaoke tonight, so you're going to be up here, believe me. Uh, uh, but this is, you know, uh, uh, we see somebody that's already been looking at David, and they've seen him, and they've watched him. And so whether you realize it or not, people are watching you in this church. Um, and that should be, shouldn't be a, you're like, oh my God, you know, kind of, oh, what am I going to do? No, that, that, should be a, that should be a good thing for you. That should be something that you just say, man, I'm going to step up my game. David wasn't saying this about himself, that, that, that look at me, there wasn't a pride issue. This was, just, this was just a reality, that people were watching David. People had seen him. And David wasn't the David of the kingship yet. Somebody was seeing him. David wasn't saying, look at me, arrogance, pride. You've been in some places like that. You've seen people do that. We're not talking about that. But to be effective in serving, I really see that there's these six characteristics that, again, this guy said about David. And David wasn't saying, hey, you know me, I'm a handsome guy. You know, uh, the Lord's with me. You know, uh, no, David didn't say it. Somebody said it about him. So, um, you know, let somebody, my grandma used to tell me, let somebody else toot your horn. Don't, Don't toot your own horn. So number one, write it down, think about it, or if you've got something to write with, I think you might want to write it down or mark it down in your Bible. There's six right there. First thing that we find out, the guy says, he's skillful and plain. He's skillful and plain. One translation says he's a talented heart player. He's a talented heart player. So, so just for us to be thinking about, I think it's something to think about for us, is that everybody in every realm of ministry, wherever you're at, you are, it's a necessity that you just know your area. You just, you just know your area, that you pay attention to details. I mean, you know, uh, some of y'all go to concerts and stuff like that, and, and you see when that guy's playing the guitar, the girl playing the guitar, or the person on the piano, or whatever they're doing, or the actor or actresses, or whatever, and you just, they're just, they've paid attention to detail. They, you know, one thing that's interesting a lot in our generation that we see people that are uh, actors, they're, they're actors, and that they play a certain role, and that you go, I can't believe how well they played that role. It's like, like a stretch for them, but, but they played it so well. And we're not talking about acting and putting on something. I'm just simply saying that we get more and more skill set in us doing what God's called us to do. And every one of us, regardless of what you are doing in the ministry here, the number one thing we've got to keep realizing is that we are in the people business. Come on, everybody. That is just the way it is. Customer service is what we do. We serve the customer. We're not in a business, but just so we understand that we serve people. That's what we do. So when, when it comes to church, when it comes to stuff, we just have to keep getting more and more skilled at what we're doing. And so how that applies to you, I, I don't know, but just think about it. Pay attention to details. Pay attention to how you do what you do. And, and we say this kind of regularly. You've heard me say it many times probably, but, you know, like the phrase, good enough, never say that. Well, that's good enough. There's never anything that's good enough. I come after my preaching after the first service. Thank God for two services because I'll say, man, I messed up on the first service doing that. I get a little redo second service. Come on, everybody. And so even in whatever we're doing, don't, don't just settle for good enough. We, we just want to keep increasing and keep being a person that is skillfully playing, skillfully communicating, skillfully teaching, skillfully ushering, skillfully uh, uh, doing sound and audio, making sure that, uh, making sure that, that when, I, when, when they're singing that the, the slides are up there skillfully, everything we're doing because it, because it just matters. It, it just matters, and, and it's important. Uh, now, uh, you do know that the, 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 the difference between a professional and an amateur is really skill set and how much they practice and are prepared. You know, I used to play golf all the time, and, and uh, to get good at golf, doggone it, you've got to practice. 
I mean, practice. And so when I was in Canada and I played golf regularly up there, I could actually play for free. Uh, uh, I, I would, I would, and Michael was young at the time, and I got him a membership uh, that I would go. We, we don't live five minutes from the golf course. And so I play like uh, 18 holes, and I play another nine holes during the week. So I played about 27 holes of golf every week. And then we'd, get, we'd go to the driving range, and so you'd hit balls, and then you'd, then you'd go to the putting green, and you'd putt. And it was just, if you're going to get good, you've got to put work in. So, so just, 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 just for you, like, just, just think about your skill set, whatever God's called you to do here. Just, just keep working on, I, I, I want to play better. I want to get better at what God's called me to do. Does that sound all right, everybody? Uh, the second thing uh, that, that this guy says about David, number two, was that he was a mighty man, a mighty man of valor. He was a mighty man of valor. One translation says he was a brave warrior, a brave warrior. Uh, when I think about that, and we'll talk about something else in a minute, but, but that is that David was a person of character and integrity, uh, a person of character and integrity. So when, when it comes to serving, when it comes to uh, being in a place where private eyes are watching you, somebody is watching you all the time, is that we've got to be who we are all the time. We, we've just got to be people of character, people of integrity, not only here in church, but at the workplace, at the house, wherever we're at, at the grocery store. People are watching us. So, so uh, I was thinking about this, is that you know, who you are, who you are, is more important than what you do. Who you are is more important than what you do. But what you do comes from who you are. So who you are is more important than what you do, but... What you do is coming from who you are. And so if we're not a person of character, we're not a person of integrity, then it's, then it's just going to show up. So I look at David and I just see kind of, kind of, kind of what the story seems to tell us in, in uh, the, his entire life, is that while nobody is watching David on the backside of the desert feeding sheep, God's watching him. Come on, God's watching him. And he's developing a skill set and he's serving another person's vision. The vision happened to be his dad's. But he's serving another person's vision. And, and, and uh, uh, you know the story. That we, we find out later, again, David, <laughs> you know, David's not necessarily bragging about this, but when he was face-to-face with, with Goliath, uh, we find out that he killed the lion and the bear. So, 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 so when I think about this, that David was a man of valor, a man of character, a man of integrity, that David not only served, but, but, but David took took his uh, assignment and the serving that he did for his dad, that he took ownership of that. He took ownership of that. So, so we've got to be careful. Listen, here's, a, here's, a, here's something to just check, check all of ourselves all the time. It's like, you know, uh, well, like when, you, when you're natural business, you, you work for the company. You just go, well, you know, I don't own the business, so that's okay. That's okay. What I did is okay. How I'm, how I'm serving at the company, that, that's okay. If you're an owner, and we've got several owners in here of companies, if you're an owner, let me tell you what, you think entirely different. Everybody in the room, you are required to think like an owner. Think like an owner. Okay, I'm going to own this ministry, and I'm going to be a person of character, and I'm going to keep challenging my character, my integrity, and I'm going to serve, and I'm going to serve another person's vision. I'm going to serve the vision of God. I'm going to serve the vision of Spectrum. But I'm going to take ownership of, of the hub. I'm going to take ownership of the multimedia. I'm going to take ownership of taking pictures. I'm going to take ownership of this class. I'm going to take ownership 
uh, of the song I'm singing this Sunday on this stage when I'm singing those three. Uh, what, I'm going to take ownership. I'm going to own it. And I'm going to do my best. I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to be on point and, and so that we, we could be people of mighty men and women of valor. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Number three, we find out the guy says he's a man of war. 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 Uh, you just have to know how to fight. Listen, you just got to know how to fight. Uh, and, and when I think about that, you know, it says that he was a mighty man of valor, but I like this. He was a man of war. So um, you and I must keep winning, winning the war in the spirit. We've got to win the war in the spirit. And so this means just constant prayer. You can't take the, the, your foot off prayer. You just can't take it off. And, and so you carry, you carry weight of ministry in prayer all the time. You do. And so, once again, I'm praying, I'm praying for you. Listen, I pray for you guys every day. I pray for our department heads. I pray for our dream team. And so let, let me encourage you that I'm asking you to pray for your area of ministry every single day, whether you're a department head or not. Whatever team you're on, I'm asking you to pray for your team every day. I'm asking you to pray for everybody's name on your team. If you teach in the two to threes, if you're a teacher in there or your department head, I'm asking you to call out to God every day for those six people, those four people, whatever it is. God, whatever God's got on your heart, you pray for them. If you're an usher and that's your whatever it is, that you call out to God their name every single day. Because here's what I know. God is going to give you something to pray and God's going to start doing something great in that ministry. It all starts with prayer. Come on. Constable. He was a man of war. He had, you had to know how to fight. We're not flesh and blood fighting right. We're fighting against principalities and demonic opposition. Amen? So, so you know Ephesians 6, it says, Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Praying always with all prayer, right? Take the sword of the Spirit. Come on. Take the Word of God. Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And praying always with all kinds of prayer. So don't get and don't... Pull back from prayer. Let's just keep pressing in with prayer concerning your specific ministry. Because when you do it, again, you're going to start seeing some stuff going on. God's going to start opening up your eyes. And we're going to start seeing some breakthrough. Amen? So I'm interested in breakthroughs in different people's lives. But I want you all to get broke through, right? Whatever's coming against you, that you all have that yourself. Come on, because that would be a tragedy if everybody else is getting a breakthrough. And come on, you're serving and you're alert. Come on, you're doing everything you can. And you're still going with stuff year after year. We want breakthrough in your life. Amen? So let me just encourage you about an area, one area, that, you, that I say you got to do all the time. That's just what I say. you got to do. You don't have to do it, but I really hope you do do it. Um, uh, Jude 20, right? Jude 20. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. There is a missing ingredient in a lot of people's lives. It says, but you, beloved, building up yourselves. This is going to work for you. This is going to help you. Build up yourselves on your most holy faith. Now, we know about faith. Faith comes from hearing, hearing by the word of God. Uh, Romans ten seventeen. come on, the more we hear, we're hearing the Word of God, we're applying the Word of God, acting on the Word of God. But Jude says that you get built up, your faith, there is an ingredient that not just hearing the Word of God, but there's an ingredient called praying in other tongues, praying in the Spirit, that will aid you and build up your faith so that you don't get blown off course. You don't get weary in well-doing. 
You don't faint and quit in the, in the day of adversity. When you get that phone call, the day of adversity is called Sunday morning before the first service, and somebody says, uh, I'm not coming in, and then I'm not coming in, and I'm not coming in, and I'm not coming in. You go, day of adversity, right here. I need to pray in tongues. Come on, everybody. Right? So, so we, we, need to, we, need to stay, we need to stay built up in other tongues so we can be motivated, we can be excited, we can be on point. We're not going to be bitter, not going to be negative. Come on, not, not going to be down. We're going to trust God that God is working in our midst. We're going to be a man and a woman of war. We're going to win the battle in the spirit. Amen, everybody? Come on, just three more here. Number three or number four, it says that he was prudent in speech. I like that. Prudent in speech just simply means knows what, knows what to say, knows when to say it. A uh, person pr- prudent in speech... Uh, just just speaks wise words. Come on, just knows what to say. It's like it's like uh, when this person talks, people listen. People listen. Uh, it's a person that's quick to hear, slow to speak. So 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 this is a person prudent in speech. I'm not just you know I, I want to be more and more that way. I'm a talker. Y'all know that part of my grace gift. <laughs> and but but I want to guard my mouth. I want to be around. I want to be I want to be quick to hear more. I, I need that. And so I'm praying this for myself. But. But, but they, they, it's a person that's not complaining, not dumping on somebody else. Again, not negative, not talking down the ministry. Oh, we can't get any help around here. Nobody ever wants to do That's not a person prudent in speech. And then again, when we're saying that, if we're saying that, somebody's hearing us. Some new person is all of a sudden going to put their kid downstairs and they're, and, and they're hearing us. And they're like, whoa, something's going on. Something's happening here. So again, we, we want to be people that work on this, just work on this. Number five, number six, it says number five, a handsome person. Come on, how many handsome men and women we got in the room? Pretty women? Yeah, there you go. Come on. We got about half of you. Don't you all feel good about yourself? Come on. So, so just simply, you know, just, just real easy, just dress sharp. Come on, take care of yourself. Uh, you know, people who don't know you look on the outside before they see your inside. Well, you know, Jesus just loves me up in here, but we got to get behind all that. Before we see Jesus, right? So, 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 come on, just take care of you. People look at your exterior before they see your interior. Now, now, when you know somebody, you don't care. You can deal with it. You can, and you deal with it. You deal with me and my, all my whatever. And, and we all do that. But it's like the Queen of Sheba, when she went to go see Solomon, it says she was taken back and almost fainted when she saw how the servants served and how they looked and how they stood and how they served. Amazing. Amazing. And so, 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 take, just take care of yourself. Just, you know, and it's more, really, I think it's really more about an internal thing that I feel good about myself. When you feel good about yourself, you're just confident and you just exude that. Come on, you just exude that. So, so if, if, just work on that. Just, just keep, keep working on it. Lastly, it's just simply, simply the last thing that this guy says about David. Just says, the Lord's with him. Man, the Lord's with him. The Lord's with him. There's got to be something about our life that draws people to Jesus. Uh, um, uh, man, it, it can't be like when someone comes on the property and just wait, wait, you know, just this might sound arrogant, but I hope it's not just wait for Pastor Gary to preach because because you know, it's going to be no, 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 no. Before they even get Pastor Gary, they got to get usher. They got to get usherette. They got to get greeter. They got to they 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 got to they got they're looking around going, is anybody mowed the yard around here? Is anybody how, how come how I'm just saying we don't you know, not that we're ever that way. I mean, it's, grounds look great. Uh, but but I'm, I'm trying to check my kids in. Is there anybody down here in kids ministry? Right? I mean, so so before they even get anywhere to see anything, uh, they're 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 
there's got to be all of us that's looking to say, I'm going to be the person that's on, on point, and going to relate with everybody, whether I know you or not, and just going to try to be outwardly friendly, not crazy, I mean, not, not weird friendly, but just there shaking hands and talking to people. And, and, and the Spirit of the Lord, the Lord's with them. He says, the Lord's with this guy. Something in my life, because I've been spending time with Jesus, and, and I'm, I'm ready, and I'm ready to go. And even though I had a crazy week, I'm, I'm leaving all that. And when I come here, I'm going to be ready to serve people, ready to honor people, ready to just let my life shine before people, and I really believe it's, it's just kind of like the Lord's with them. It's just that it, it factor that so people say, I don't know why I like you. I just like you. Well, it's because the Spirit of God's in me. Right? Spirit of God's in you. And, and so let's just be people that, 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 that constantly draw near to God so that when we come here, something of the Spirit of God leaves us, if you will, and just gets on people and changes their lives. Amen, everybody? And it's happening. Come on, everybody. It's happening week after week. People are getting born again. On Sunday, people are going to get born again here. Come on, people's lives are going to be turned around here when they hear the Word of God because of what you are doing. So come on, let's just look at this. Write some of those things down. Hopefully you do. First uh, Samuel chapter 16, verse 18. And uh, man, uh, we, we just want to be people of character and integrity that just keep moving forward, keep pushing the ball further and further down the field. I like what somebody said there just about... Um, uh, Belichick, you know, uh, New England Patriots, all the championships that they've won. They just simply say this, run the play. Just run the play. Don't try to get fancy. Don't try to whatever. Not a bunch of trickeration. Just run the play. Listen, if every one of us, and I, I, I heard an interview with, with, with uh, Bill Belichick, and if you ever heard him, you know, he's, he's, he's got a little, you know, sweatshirt on, and he's, he kind of talks like this. He's, a, he's about as energetic as an onion. You know, he's just kind of talking like this. And, yeah. and he says, you know, really, really, what we, what we tell all the guys is we tell them, just do your job. Just do your job. Just do your job. Hey, greeters, do your job. Hey, hub, do your job. Hey, ushers, do your job. Hey, sound guys, media guys, tech guys, light guys, do your job. Hey, teachers, you need to show up at a certain time, do your job. Hey, worship leaders, worship people up here, sing on key. Come on, you practice, sing on key, sing on key, do your job. Come on, preacher man, preacher man, would you study and make sure you don't fumble up here? Do your job. Just do your job. Do your job. If everybody does their job, come on, how many, we're going to push the ball down the field a little bit more, right? Just do our job. And if I've left out your area ministry... Do your job. Just do your job. Hospitality, come on, do your job. They're back there doing it right now. Come on. Let's pray. Father God, we love you. Thank you for our dream team. Lord, you are building a great team. You're doing a great work in our midst, and we honor you for it. Father, thank you that we can look at the life of David and glean things from his life that we can apply to our life. Father, thank you again for the word of God that's working mightily in us and doing a great, great work in our church. We love you tonight in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody said amen and amen. What are we doing now? What's going on? Come on, uh, the, the food is blessed.